Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I am your host, Jason Napolitano, and I have on the line Mr. Chris Sheridan. How you doing, Chris? Uh, hot, hot and tired. It's, All right. Uh, You've been doing some physical, physical manual labor out there, right? Making some things with wood. Sure. Yeah, I picked I pick the week that is 90 degrees out to, <laughs> best, to get involved in outdoor time. projects. All right. Perfect time for that. So good, yeah. good timing. Good timing. Uh, this, of course, is our Emmett Fox Friday show. Thank you for joining us and thank you for being here, Chris. Um, we are going to speak on the subject this week called No Waiting. It's a little section of his book, Find and Use Your Inner Power, which we speak about every week. And we're not even a third or fourth of the way through this book. So we've got plenty of Emmett Fox stuff left in this book alone, and there's plenty of Emmett Fox material out there. So we're going to keep going with this as long as people keep listening. So um, happy Friday to everyone. Hope everything is going well. Let us jump into this thing. Uh, I will start and we'll go back and forth and we'll do our normal format as we always do. So this one, like I said, is called No Waiting. Don't wait about for God to act dramatically because he won't. If you want anything to happen, you must bring about a change in your own mental outlook, whereupon your outer experience will automatically change to correspond. When people expect a dramatic miracle from the outside, they are really hoping to change conditions without changing themselves to get something for nothing, in fact, and that would be a violation of cosmic law. Don't wait for God to tell you what to do from the outside. He won't. People have said to me, quote, well, I am ready. Whatever God wants me to do, I am ready. If he wants me to go to California or to Europe or to start any work for him, I am ready, end quote. Such people, I have noticed, are apt to go on being ready indefinitely without anything ever happening. The fact is that they are waiting for a dramatic experience such as came to Moses on Sinai and to Paul on the road to Damascus. Or probably they expect a Western Union boy to arrive with a telegram of instructions from heaven. None of these things will happen. If you are really ready to do God's work, quote unquote, you will have a clear idea of what you are going to do and how you propose to go about doing it. And probably you will know approximately where you're going to do it too. This is being ready. If you do not have any definite desire or plan, then you are not ready. So don't deceive yourself, but get ready by treating for guidance. Treat for guidance, inspiration, wisdom, and right activity until you have a clear, vivid, and wholehearted enthusiasm for a definite plan. Then you will really be ready to do the Lord's work. And if you vitalize your plan with unceasing treatment, nothing can prevent your success. Amen. Amen. All right, so let us first unpack a couple of ideas here that might be unfamiliar to people. Uh, one, the actually the first one is Moses on Sinai and some some people may not be familiar with that I think most are but Moses on Sinai refers to of course Moses getting the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai in ancient Israel and there was a direct uh, you know a direct revelation by God for that God speaking to Moses uh, Paul do you want to take care of Paul Paul on the road to Damascus Paul he was actually on his way to uh persecute uh, Christians, early Christians. Um, 
in that area at that time and had an experience, a flash of light, I think, fell off his horse, hit the ground, and really became the first major proponent uh, and author, you know, this, his work still survives, um, about Christianity. There you go. Exactly. So. And uh, in addition, Paul was blinded uh, for three days, and then he was actually healed by one of the early Christians, Ananias. And of course, uh, as, as you said, you know, he was actually persecuting Christians. So G it was Jesus who came to him because he asked him, who are you? And Jesus said, why are you persecuting me uh, to him? And then he explained to him what was going on. So anyway, that is that. Uh, the third thing is uh, the Western Union uh, telegram. And I, I'm sure, you know, older people know that, but young people may not know. A telegram was actually a, a way to uh, send sort of instantaneous information to people back in the day before we had... Uh, uh, no uh, emails and so on. Um, before telephones. Before telephones, actually, right. So it was a wired apparatus where they would kind of tap out like a, well, you said like a Morse code, right? When Morse code, yeah. Here. And then what would happen after that? Uh, well, then wherever it is you're sending it to, the local Western Union office would, would receive it, type it out, and then give it to a courier, an actual person that would then go to your house because um, even when there were telephones early on, they, there weren't ev everywhere telephone yeah. wires. That's right. Uh, so maybe rural areas. Uh, but yeah, they would come to, the, a lot of times it was bad news or really important news because it was, you know, it, it took uh, some effort to yeah. send one out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and some, some cash. So, um, you know, if it came from the military, it was probably bad news about a relative. Sure. Um, but it could be from a long lost rally and people did correspond that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, but I think either way, what Mostly he's talking about was, these three examples is that, yeah. you know, you're waiting for, okay, I'm ready. I'm yeah. just sitting here waiting. Tell me what to do. It's like, it's kind of not how prayer works anyway. I mean, the idea is you tell the spirit what, what it is you plan to do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you have to give some instruction, some that's, yeah, that's you definitely know. one side of it, for sure, exactly, <clears throat> so that you can manifest those things that you want to have happen. And then I think the other side of it, though, is is what, you know, is the idea, this this waiting idea, which he's really focusing on. It's like, you know, you might have this inclination to do something and think, okay, I'm like, I'm raring to go here, and I want to do some great work in my life. And, you know, you have this, feel like you have this calling. And he's saying, you know, a lot of people are sitting around with this feeling that they're going to do something great in their life. And they're waiting for God to like, you know, to tell them with some really dramatic, you know, effort or, uh, you know, angels coming down and blowing horns or something like this. Mm -hmm. And I think he's trying to really, he's, and, I, and obviously, you know, Fox himself was a mystic and was open to spiritual experiences and so on. And I don't think he's like trying to discourage anyone from thinking, oh, they're going to have a spiritual experience. But what I, what I think is really getting at is like, don't sit around and wait for that to happen because it happens to very, very few people in that clear way. God will speak to you, but it's through, you know, inner messages and hunches and feelings and dreams and intuitions and, you know, flashes of inspiration and so on. And I think he's saying, look for those things. And, you know, and if you don't have the clarity, that's what I love so much about this one. He's saying, like, if you don't have that clarity, then you, you're not ready to do God's work yet. And then what, mm -hmm. does he, what does he talk about then? I mean, after that, so go ahead and we'll get into that a little bit. Like, what should you do, you know, if, if you're not ready? Because some of us feel well, like we're, we're not. Maybe we don't have the clarity. 
Yeah, well, then, then, then ask for clarity. I mean, if you don't, yeah. you, there was a great book um, titled by Barbara, uh, what's her name? Cher, Barbara Cher, I think. She, uh, it was, I could do anything I want if I only knew what that was. Mm, mm, that's a good title. You know, because a lot of yeah. the success and new thought and the secret and, you know, a lot of mind science, uh, you know, literature and uh, talks really have a lot to do with you know, just set your mind to what it is you want. Hold your goal in your heart. Want that more than anything else. Think about it every day. It's like you can either, you can get that, but mm-hmm. if you don't have that one thing, if your goal, your desire is not quite formed, or maybe you have many and you can't pick one, or you just you know can't clarify it, or mm-hmm. or maybe deep down inside you do know, but the other part of you goes, nah, that can't be it. Sure. <laughs> you yeah. know, and then, then you're always looking and looking for this thing, but you know, in your heart, you probably do know what it is. You still need um, that guidance though. Don't you? you need that clarity to break through some of those, some of those unclear. Well, you need it messages. to start, not to finish. Yeah. And this is, this is the real point because uh, even look at these examples. Well, at least Moses and, and Paul, mm-hmm. uh, Moses wasn't, you know, looking for, you know, the commandments are waiting for God to tell him what to do or mm-hmm. how to, mm. um, you know, instruct his people on, on ways of the spirit and how to live their lives. Yeah. Um, he was well, pulling fact, he, he, argued, he argued against it. He said, I'm not the one you want. I can't even speak clearly. And I'm, you know, I'm not a good public yeah. speaker and things like that. So, yeah, he was kind of a reluctant uh, yeah, leader. A reluctant prophet, right? Uh, but he was enough of a leader to get the people, you know, according to the legend, you know, the people out of Israel and through the Red Sea and, um, you know, off into Canaan or wherever they wound up. Um, and even though he didn't make it there, uh, but he, he already had a plan. He was already moving. He already had, you know, he his feet were moving. So were all the Israelites. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this plan came. Same thing with Paul. He already had a plan. It's go, go beat up and persecute Christ, these new Christians, whoever they are. Um, mm-hmm. he was already on on a mission um, and then you know this this extra message yeah, for a, yeah, a yeah very exactly. much that's when maybe you get the big ones but that wasn't the first one he wasn't just sitting around you know i'm just i'm ready ready for something okay go you know go be a leader of a new religion or you know it it really wasn't uh it wasn't like that so that's what i mean when you have to have this plan to start Mm-hmm. Um, but you, it's not necessarily the exact plan or form that you will finish with. That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, be, because you will get direction and it will get even further clarified. And then you might get a message, an mm-hmm. intuitive message, or, you know, maybe the clouds will part and the divine hand of inspiration will point a finger at you and bellow mm-hmm. in a deep voice. Um, you, <laughs> uh, Sure. But that that may chances are that's going to happen when you're already moving, at least in, even if your direction isn't perfect, even if it's way off base. Like, yeah, well, exactly. I um, think you're right. You know, it's kind of better to be moving and doing uh, all the while still looking for uh, more inspiration and further clarification. That's a, that's a great point, especially with Paul, because, you know, he's he's actually on on the road doing what he thinks is the right thing you know as a as a pharisee uh you know the jewish sect um you know persecuting this sort of uh rebel 
element in at that time that was within Judaism called you know the early Christian. Yeah, it wasn't Church. really Christian. It was a it was a splinter. It's from... an offshoot of Judaism yeah. at this point, yeah. and so you know it uh it really wasn't seeing itself as being distinct from Judaism at all. And so you know Paul's job as a as a leader, you know, at that time with the Pharisees was to persecute those people and to not persecute them per se, but to really you know to you know, stop them from doing what they were doing, essentially, because they, they felt like, you know, they were not following the law. So, you know, he was doing what he thought was right. And then, you know, on, on his on his path, he's, he's, you know, directed to do something completely different, the absolute opposite of it. And so that's a, it's a good thing to remember. So you may get a message to move in a direction, start moving in a direction and then realize, oh, wait, here's a new revelation. I was completely on the wrong track. But, you know, you have enough clarity, at least at the beginning of it, to make a decision and to get into action. And I think that has to do with no waiting as well. It's like, so I've got a fairly clear picture and, you know, I might not have all everything laid out. I don't have a 20 year plan for this, but I have this pretty good picture. If I'm sitting around waiting for the, you know, the divine revelation of exactly how it's going to unfold step by step, I'm going to spend my entire life doing that is really what I think Fox is getting at, um, which is important, an important message. So even if you've got a, a picture that's not crystal clear, but you have an intention and intuition and forward movement that's clear enough to get started, I think what he's really saying here is get started. You know, would you agree with that? Well, I do. And uh, there's a, and I guess in the business world or online marketing, there's uh, the question, you know, when's the best time to launch your online business? And the answer is five years ago. Uh, when's the second best time today? Um, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And and along with that, there's actually a YouTuber who's very successful, uh, helping people, you know, become successful on YouTube. He's sort of a YouTube strategist. Uh, and he says, start before you're ready. So that's kind of that no waiting. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but it's really that moving forward or yeah. putting something out there. And, you know, if you're if you're going the wrong way or, you know, it's kind of a rough road or gosh, I kind of don't like this, you know, mm -hmm. once you're on your way, yeah. uh, then you just adjust, adjust uh, but, exactly. you, but you have momentum and you'll know it's the wrong way. And you'll also know where, what the better way is sure. as you're moving. Um, exactly. So, yeah. Well, it's no like taking a, a trip somewhere in a sense. It's like, okay, you're on the East coast and you want to get to the West coast. You know, let's say you live in New York and you know, you want to go to LA you know, you're going to set out and you're going to have your map and you're going to have your, your, your route, you know, kind of marked out and stuff, but stuff's going to happen along the way. Maybe this highway's closed. Maybe this one's flooded out. Maybe, you know, there's snow here going through these mountains or whatever. And so, you know, things are going to come, come up, but if you know where you're going and you keep adjusting as you keep moving, you'll, you know, you'll eventually get to that. And I think that's something to remember too. It's like, if you have the you know, the end in mind, the destination in mind, you have a fairly clear, clear view of what you want to achieve. Uh, you know, you may make mistakes along the way, but you'll, you'll still get there if you continue to adjust, you know, like a kind of like a missile trying to find its course, you know, it's got its self-correcting, uh, self-correcting force or self-correcting uh, intelligence that's within it, you know, and it's off and then it comes back on and it's off and it's on, you know, there's this sort of self, self-correcting mechanism that that directs it to where it's going, but it, it works by being off and then adjusting itself, but it keeps moving and eventually it gets to its target. And that's, that's really a good, a good way of looking at this too. So it's like, if you know where you're going and you can get off course, you just have to reset, 
stuff to reset. So, but one of the biggest things in this that he talks about is like, oh, yeah, that's all well and good. You know, if, if you know where, if you know where you want to go and if you've got some, some sort of an idea, some sort of clarity, if you don't, then he's saying, well, you're not really ready then. And so then you're kind of wasting your time moving forward. And what you need to do is treat yourself for guidance, treat yourself. So you've got to use affirmations and visualization and prayer and meditation and time by yourself, maybe walking out in nature or, you know, just sitting next to trees or spending time sitting next to a nice river, whatever you, you, you do for contemplation or reflection. Um, and, and, and really working on also actively treating yourself with affirmation saying, you know, I'm, I'm divine. Uh, the divine source is, is guiding me now and showing me the right way to do what I, I need and want to do or something, you know, something. There's, there's a lot of great stuff out there. Um, you know, you can look for those great affirmations of guidance. There's, there's tons of them. Um, Joseph Murphy has a yeah. lot of them. Evan Fox has them. Everyone does. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Um, well, there's kind of a, yeah, I guess it's a formula, I guess, or a, uh, maybe a checklist of things I, I like to look at and, and share. Oh, fantastic. Um, if you don't know what it is, if you don't know what this thing is or really how to maybe have a, you know, several vague ideas, uh, think, and what you might ask for, and this is what he means by treating for like the treatment, um, in mind science is that you say, well, I would, what would you like? Okay. I would like to use knowledge and skills that I've acquired along the way. I think that's important to me because I've spent a lot of time and money going to schools and reading a lot of books. And I've got some crazy life experiences from, you know, being in a rock band in the eighties to breaking my back in a plane crash and, you know, living in a wheelchair for <laughs> 30 years, you know, I mean, there's, there's a, a whole bunch of, you know, and more, more than that. Um, but just in a general sense, I would like to use what I have to offer to its best capacity to its most useful application. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and then think of kind of the things that, well, I like, you know, I like sharing things. So that could be teaching. It could be, so they're very specific, but they're also kind of vague on, not vague, but they're, they're not, um, as he would call, you know, outlined as to exactly what they are. Connect with what you do know. Well, I've always, I always like it when, you know, I share something and people go, oh, you know, I, I never looked at it that way. Thanks. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a good way of looking at that. And this could take place in the classroom. It could take place, you know, giving advice over the phone, you know, things like that. If you know those things about yourself, those will, that's enough. That's enough to get going because you're actually really connected with those things and you're still leaving open uh, and waiting, not waiting, but you're, um, you know, anticipating, you know, more guidance, but you're, more clarity. you're, you're connecting with what you do know. Yeah. Um, and what you don't like, you know, you know, I really don't want to be in, in an office. You know, I, I want, you know, I want to be working with my hands mm -hmm. or I like mm -hmm. working with other people or, yeah. you know, since the lockdown, I, I'd prefer to work at home. I can get stuff done and raise my kid, you know, yeah. That's whatever it is, you know, know, now know about yourself. Uh, those will, those are helping shape this uh, goal, this, this, what, what it is you want, and it'll help narrow it down. Uh, and then you're not lost in these things that you don't want. Yeah. I know or, it's, you know, oh, sorry, go ahead. I think we know more than we know, even if we really don't feel like we know. Yeah, that's a good point. Latch on to the things or what it means to you or why you want to do something. I always sure. want, I want to help other people. 
Well, you could be a healer. You could be, uh, you could build wheelchair ramps for somebody. I mean, there's, you know, there's 101 mm-hmm. ways to, yeah. to be helpful, but at least you know that. So whatever this thing is, it'll, because you like that feeling of being useful and helpful. So that's a great point. That's solid. That's yeah. very clear. And you could even, uh, you could formulate your affirmations in a positive way, including some of those things that you know. And so say, you know, give me divine guidance to show me a way to help others and to use my hands like I like to do and to, um, you know, to be of service in this or that way and, you know, and, and so on. And use, use what you do know in your affirmations to help build more of, more of that kind of, um, that kind of energy because the the more, the more you know, the more clarity you have, and the more focused you are, I think, the better you are, you know, moving forward. It helps you to helps you to move forward more more easily. So, I think that's a that's a great point. So, look at what you know about yourself, kind of take an inventory, and use some of the things that you do know, and maybe formulate a personal affirmation for yourself for guidance of how to put those things to work. That's a that's a fantastic piece of advice. Thank you. Um, all right, well, I think we're getting near the end. Do you have anything else to add to kind of to kind of wrap it up? Because that was a great uh, a great point. Any other thoughts? Um, well, um, hmm. Yeah, I kind of kind of guess I burned it out. <laughs> that <laughs> one. Hey, if, hey listen, um, if that was all you know? there was to say, then you then then you know. It's yeah. Like, no, I got nothing to say. Well, I said it all right there. So just <laughs> you know what well, I'm saying. Maybe maybe that would be a good thing to uh, maybe come up with and yeah. put on the website or something. Is like a little bit of a checklist or some tips uh, if you don't know exactly what it is. Mm. Uh, so listing skills that you enjoy doing. Even if they're random or seemingly disconnected, mm-hmm. um, you know what if you know what if you were a class clown, and you know, boy, I, I always had fun cracking people up, you know, back in high school. Uh, here it is, decades later, and you're wondering what to do at midlife, um, you know. And I, well, you know, I, you know, worked in, the, I had a DJ thing and back in college. Uh, or something, you know, mm-hmm. and like to play music and kind of talk to people. Well, you know, those are skills that can uh, be transferred, whether you're teaching online um, or you're, you could be a preacher and to have a little, you know, some co- comedic skills and, you know, a radio voice to, to reach people. Um, you know, there's a lot of different you know, careers sure, or yeah. applications uh, that can use those things, yeah, uh, absolutely, or, or some of them, maybe not you know every single one of them, but but those are things you know, and I, and I like doing that. Yeah, I had fun doing that. It doesn't have to lead exactly to that, but again, you're you're building a case mm-hmm. for what you know about yourself and what you know you like to do, and I think the universe is going to give you, if you don't exactly know, it's going to give you something that is in line with, with some of your passions and interests and what you're enthusiastic about mm-hmm. and kind of what you're good about and probably also will include some things you're uncertain about and maybe some things you're scared of doing. <laughs> but don't let that get in the way. Like Moses, you know, didn't think he would be a, there you uh, go. a yeah, slick enough point. speaker. Yeah. Uh, so don't be afraid. And then when you're on this. Yeah, the yeah. revelations that you get and the clarity that you get also, right? Yeah. Good point. All right. Well, you know, and your even your career can be determined, um, seemingly by the side door. I'll uh, share one of my professors, Alberto Viodo, um, the great uh, shaman teacher. Uh, he was in a university working on his PhD uh, as an anthropologist. Um, he had no interest or really exposure to 
Incan uh, shamanism. Um, and he signed up one summer to, you know, get some extra credit and some, some money for school uh, to do a uh, internship with a professor that was going to South America and he knew how to speak Spanish. So we went down there and to, just to help take notes for somebody who was studying some tribe and he didn't know anything about it. He goes, okay, I'll do that. Uh, and then when he was down there, he got exposed to the shaman and the culture and everything. And, and he never looked back. Um, you know, so yeah, so by, may, keeping, by being up. on yeah. the path. Yeah. yeah and then, but the thing is you'll recognize it when you're more in tune with, you know, yourself and what some of your um, desires are or skills or things that you like um, to do something new and fresh may come up that, oh my gosh, I never thought of this before. It never mm. would have occurred to me, but you know what? This hits on all cylinders. <laughs> I like go. everything about that's, this. That's a great point. Yeah. So, all right. Good, uh, good example. Good example. Thank you for sharing that. All right. And if you don't know anything, if you don't have any clarity at all, of course, you don't pray and, you know, do affirmations for guidance, for inspiration, wisdom, and right activity as he says in the end of this as well. So if, you know, if you're feeling like you're completely stuck and you don't even know what you're good at or what you like anymore, maybe you're depressed or whatever. I mean, pray for that enthusiasm and clarity and guidance and, you know, look for it inside as well. So, all right. So thank you, Chris. Appreciate those, uh, those great uh, insights today. Um, and thank you everyone for joining us on the cosmic eye show or Emmett Fox Friday. We have our show on Sunday as well. And of course, uh, if you're interested, uh, pick up our books. Chris's book is The Spirit in the Sky, and that's at chrissheridan.com or at Amazon. Mine is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate on Amazon or CosmicEye.org. Thanks again for joining us. Check us out on Sunday as well for our longer show. Uh, have a great weekend. Goodbye, and God bless.